World Economic Bulletin for Thursday, the 6th of January. I should really be talking about the crop of December inflation data we've had over the last couple of days. Um, in short, inflation took a bit of a breather in December after the shocking ravages of November. That doesn't mean it's back in its box, however, but for the time being a little bit of relief. But I'm not going to do that because I think the most important thing we're seeing today is the uprising in Kazakhstan, which has seen riots and protests throughout this vast country with government buildings fired in Almaty. And now we've got Russian paratroopers involved. Dozens of deaths are reported, but we don't really know since the internet has been cut off. Where to start with Kazakhstan? It's the size of Western Europe with the population of the Netherlands. Its vast, empty steppes are almost certainly teeming with every kind of commodity the world needs, including, obviously, uranium and oil. It's a giant chemistry set. It's neighbour to Russia, China, Kyrgyzstan, which is China's Central Asian best friend, Uzbekistan, and on the other shore from the Caspian Sea in the west, its neighbours are again Russia, Iran, Azerbaijan. In other words, it's strategically the one Central Asian country that really matters. A few years ago, I spent a couple of weeks in Almaty being paid to frame an obviously futile, indeed crazy, investment scheme based on the Kazakhstani consumer sector. Yes, truth is stranger than fiction. I left with a few thoughts. First, the mountains outside Almaty are dazzlingly beautiful, and you can get up to them via ski lifts. Extraordinary. The Russians are in a minority, and the Kazakhs themselves are the toughest, scariest bunch of hombres I've ever met. Ethnically, I think they're first cousins to the Koreans, with significant Mongol and Turkish input, among whom the resident Russians felt, and I think with good reason, pretty jumpy. My driver there, though, had something to say. His highly credentialed mother used to work as the chief admin to the wife of someone very, very, very senior in the government. In today's situation, I'm naming no names. One day, my driver turned to me and just said, I tell you, these people are wolves. The other thing I learned about Kazakhstan is that because of its size and its immense commodities potential, whoever's leading Kazakhstan can do pretty much whatever he likes with the place and with the financial system. It's just one of those places that can never really go bust, such is its hidden natural capital wealth. And that, in turn, has meant that it has an absolutely appalling record for corruption and bad governments at the top that's gone on for decades, with the family of former President Strongman Nazarbayev outstanding in this respect. My driver again. These people are wolves. All these years ago, this was already obvious. The resentment was everywhere, and the people the toughest I've ever met. So don't be fooled into thinking that what's going on now is just about fuel prices. There are decades of resentments coming out now. Strategically, Kazakhstan is absolutely central to Central Asia. Now that it is unstable for the foreseeable future, 
that's a bad headache for all of its neighbors, Russia, China, Iran, etc., etc. A bad day then, a really bad day for Mr. Putin. And for now, I'm going to leave it there, but clearly I'm going to be following this um, in future. Uh, well, that's it. Uh, I hope you found it useful. If you like it, please subscribe. And uh, of course, you can always find out more using the Cold Water Economics Substack page, which at present is free. Thanks. Bye.